Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Welcome back to More To It, the show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start off with headline news and then journey into deeper conversations, always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I want to thank you in advance for the reviews and ratings. And it's your boy, that dude, Marcellus Wally. And today, let's chop up some wood, starting with me this morning having to go to Tesla. I had to go check out Elon, see what he up to. Mustard on the beat, bro. What it do, Elon? Yeah, I had to get my fender fixed. And, you know, Tesla got all that technology, technology, right? So I'm on the app. Yeah, my fender. Yeah, service appointment. Okay, pay here. Okay, repair estimate. Blah, blah, blah. And then I get there and, you know, I'm, I'm sniffing around. How long is it going to take, bro? Uh, about 20 minutes, sir. Oh, yeah. Okay. Give me the expedited service. All right. I must got Wi-Fi on this app because that thing is speeding through 20 minutes. Oh, love you. Two hours later, I'm sitting there like, damn it. Because I got there at 930. It's 1130. And my daughter, Araya, my four-year-old, my big girl, my Layla, Layla Latifah, I call her. Uh, she a big girl. Um, she's sitting there having a 12 o'clock recital. Ooh, she got to do her dance and her acting and all that and her singing. So I'm like, ah, I can't be late. Obviously, can't miss it. Kids don't forget. They don't forget. They act different when you don't go to their stuff. Trust. So I was like, all right, got to be there. And then my wife is blowing me up because she has OCD. And because she has OCD, uh, she's just blowing me up. I'm like, dog, I am trying to go. And she literally see my wife. She's still indirect. She's trying. She's gotten so much better, but she's still indirect. And I can see. It's like football. I can see when you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Like, you know, me, if I evaluate film, I know what you're supposed to do. because I've seen enough of the reps. I know truth. I know real. I know raw. And I know when somebody BSing and dancing and double dutching out there. Like, come on, just jump in and tell me what you're doing. And she just couldn't tell me, won't you just catch an Uber and then we'll drop you off after the recital. We just don't want you to miss it. She couldn't say that. And then finally, she just ripped the Band-Aid off from dancing around it for like two minutes on the phone. 
first of all, y'all know me. I hate the phone. I hate every time I pick up the phone, I think, mother, what? But I'm like, hello? Or I say, dude. And then if I don't like you or I don't know you or I'm just mad in that moment, I say, dude. And I'll act like it wasn't me and I hang up. <laughs> and then somebody be like, dog, you hung up on me. I was like, that wasn't me. It doesn't work. <laughs> I know y'all are like, that doesn't work. I was like, it doesn't. Uh, my people just know I don't like the phone. So I'm like, all right, two minutes into the conversation, I was like, baby, just say it. And she says it. She's like, baby, you should take an Uber and stuff. But I'm like, if I take an Uber, that's $20 and it's going to take longer versus the dude said, you got five, 10 more minutes, man. And you're going to get out of here. And I'm like, that's enough time if I get out in five or 10 minutes. So finally, I got out. Obviously, went to her recital. This is hilarious. She didn't do a damn thing at a recital. Again, that's my daughter, Raya. So she's improving because this time she actually was waving to us. She said hi to all of us like 10, 12 times. Like, hi. Hi, daddy. Hi, mommy. Olivia, my youngest, is just talking back and forth. I was like, y'all can't be having your own convo while you're supposed to be performing on stage. Chill. Um, she literally just stood there. And everybody was singing the songs, you know, they all messing it up because they're four-year-olds, <laughs> so they can't sing it. They don't remember all the words and stuff. But she was the worst. Like, And I love it because she's like sitting there with her dress. Everyone had on their T-shirts that said uh, it's called Yada, Youth Academy of Dance and, and little, little athletes. I don't know what they call them, around. I don't know what it stands for, but um, arts. There you go, Academy of Arts. Um, and they're just there and... Everyone has on their shirts. Not Araya. Araya was like, no, nah, I ain't put on my shirt. And these are qualities that actually a soccer coach told me a long time ago. He was watching MJ. Like a, MJ was like three years old, so a little younger than Araya. And this guy was from uh, Morocco, right? And he came up to me. He's like, Marcellus. That's how he sounded. He said, Marcellus, I just want to tell you your son, he's a warrior. And he's like, you know, you don't want a kid that listens to everything and does everything perfectly and right. You don't. You want a kid that is trying to figure it out for themselves, uh, that they will lead, that they will take risk, that they won't just always go down the beaten path. He's like, Marcellus, your son, he's a warrior and he's going to have a lot of people follow him. He was three, y'all. So only reason I bring that up is because my kids kind of do go by the beat of their own drum and I let them to a degree. Obviously, you got to listen at school and, you know. Hold on to the rail, stop at the stop sign, you know, stuff like that. Look both ways, et cetera. But I let them be themselves. And so she just wanted to eat her red dress. <laughs> she literally was gnawing on her dress and kind of mouthing the words, but not saying a damn thing. I was dying laughing. But she's not shy. A lot of people don't understand and read her properly. They think she's shy. She's not shy. Uh, she just makes strangers earn her effort. Wileyism. Uh, she makes strangers earn her effort. Like, I ain't about to show up and show out for all y'all unless I want to. All right. She'll grow out of it. Y'all don't understand this and y'all may not believe me, but I used to be shy. I used to get hives. I remember being in like the academic decathlon. That was the time that I was like, yo, what are these little bumps coming up? And, like, and my mom, she said, you got hives, boy. You nervous? And I was like, is that what it is? Little nervous bumps? I was like, yeah, because it was some big brains in there. I was like, yo, they're going to smoke me. So all good. After that, we went to ice cream, um, our spot, Baskin Robbins. Why? Celebrate. She got better. <laughs> if y'all could, could believe that's better. Like she went from getting the ball in six yard tackle for loss to getting the ball five yard tackle for loss. That's my girl, but love it, man. It was a great morning. All right. Let's talk about this dude that breaks up with his girlfriend after Chris Brown gave his girlfriend at the time a lap dance at Chris 
Brown's concert. I saw this story. I said, oh, good. I finally get to talk about something like this because I've always wondered how secure is the partner (laughs) of the person who is on the stage? We've all been there. And some of you guys actually been the one on stage, right? And people lose their damn minds when they get up there. And I'm like, dog, why? Is it because they're uh, a celebrity? So now you just going to let somebody freak you out and put a zipper all on your nose and it's all good? (laughs) Like what? Oh, because he's famous. Oh, no, because it's entertainment. That ain't entertaining me if I'm the dude on the side or the girl on the side. Like, yeah, that is happening. But I think we all want that hall pass or give it out because that's so-and-so. That's Beyonce. Like, it's weird. If Beyonce called me on stage. First, I had to get off stage. I'm like, Jay, I'm sorry, dog. No, no, I, that's a bad example. I need somebody who I don't see or I don't know. Um, J-Lo. All right. <laughs> J-Lo's like, Marcellus. Here we go. She not with A-Rod no more either. I don't know Ben Affleck like that. And she doing dung, 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 dung. And she dropping it. Dung, 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 dung. And I'm like, oh, I literally see right now. I feel like, dog, I can't go all in on that. Like I had to give her 30%. I couldn't give her 100 I can't go 100 up there. Anna Marie's sitting there right now, just looking at the stage, trying to film it because it's a big moment, but also give me them golf claps like this mother, this fool. Oh, it's raps. Half of that? I'm getting all that now. Forget half. I mean, I just, I know I'll be sitting there like, it's weird. I would let her go with a dude because it's just like strip clubs. Like girls strip clubs, when they go and see dudes, I'm like, <laughs> you wasted your money. What are you? With curtain rods everywhere and Zorro sticks. Like, that ain't it. I'm like, nah, that ain't it. But we go, you know, if they go to our strip club, Lord, it, it, people having babies up in there, like making babies at least. <laughs> I'm telling you, so it's a different thing. But I just wouldn't give it all. I'm just, I don't know if it's because it's public or it's just because I'm married. I'm like, I can't be, can't be having clothes on and, and, and boning J-Lo like right there. What y'all do? Y'all doing too much. So I kind of understand where the dude was coming from. It can sound insecure and it can call it what you want, label it what you want, but I'm talking about the content. Now, um, at the same time, that's overreaction too. Like, baby, unless she's a habitual line stepper, like every concert she goes to, she gets picked and she's the one up there just getting zippers on her nose. Then it's time to let her go. <laughs> but if this is her first offense and it's Chris Brown, like, she didn't know the rules. She, I mean, you gave her the hall pass, but even with a hall pass, there are rules, right? Like you got to stay in the hallway. <laughs> like it's a hall pass. Like you can go in the hallway, but you can't. You can't go on the football field. Like <laughs> not with a hall pass. It didn't say football field pass. Damn it. So I just thought that was funny because I, I challenged myself to say, "Am I insecure?" But then I flip it. I'm like, "No," nah, because I wouldn't go all in on anybody on stage. You imagine? I can't even see it. Hell no. Nah. Um, not if I'm married and all that. And I'm committed. Nah. Now. If it's backstage pass and she's still J Lo, still talking, whoever it is, <laughs> holler at your boy. All right, let's talk about hollering at your boy. Um, it seems like the Philadelphia Eagles are hollering at Ezekiel Elliott. Interesting. Ezekiel um, may play with the Eagles after being a Dallas Cowboy. I just want y'all to know that these rivalries start and stop with y'all fans. <laughs> these players sometimes start pandering and being on the mic getting mic'd up and talking about, oh, this game, man, they this game is different. We hit we hit extra hard this game. Oh, when we play them, ooh, we really hate them. Man, shut up. 
That is just to make y'all happy in the fan base. Trust me. You think when he's not playing his rival, he ain't hitting as hard as he wants. He ain't mad in them hits. I mean, he may not be conscious of it, but trust me, them hits are coming out. If you had to do a sports science, John Brinkus, (laughs) my dog, my partner, Man, look, I think the velocity of this hit is the same apex, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be the same. At least it was with me. I ain't hit nobody harder just because of any other reason other than I get paid every time I hit somebody. <laughs> like, like, what greater incentive is there in sports than you keep hitting people, you're going to get paid? Oh, no, I want to hit them because they're colors or they're fans. Well, before I was born, right, those are the guys that my daddy hated or or. You know what? When I go to the grocery store, the old lady told me that she hates them. So I'm going to play hard against them because I'm on the Ravens. Those are the Steelers and they stole her heart. <laughs> like what? Like, dog, y'all can stop lying. It's okay. I've been an athlete. I've been in the media. So since I've been both, I'm going to keep the same energy media does with the athletes with the media. And you athletes, stop lying. I ain't never said nothing like that. And if I have, pull the receipts, damn it. Yeah, yeah, you know, this week, oh, man, what was the Buffalo Bills? What was our rival? Dolphins? Nah, Jets? Uh, who else in that division? Damn. Boy, I'll tell you, I've been hitting the head. I don't even know who else in that division. Oh, New England. Oh, oh no, that ain't no rival. <laughs> New England used to wax us. Um, Miami we used to get with, uh, yeah, I can't. Jets. Jets used to wax us, too, in the late 90s, early 2000s. Wayne Corbett was better than Keyshawn. Remember that? <laughs> Keyshawn going to be bad. <laughs> He shot was sorry. No, he's kidding. He was beasting, but Wayne Corbett was beasting more. It was just that simple. But I just laugh at this story because Ezekiel Elliott, you know, Cowboys, Cowboys, you know, you got the bull ring in his nose and Cowboy for life. Marshall Falk represent me and Cabo, give me my contract. <clears throat> and then he's played worse for the Cowboys than I did. Like, And that's hard to do. <laughs> nah, Ezekiel, he had 1,000 yard in the last three years, 800, 900, week, week. Let me just tell you why, because that's like 58 yards a game to get 1,000 yards in a 17-game season. That's weak, let alone 800. Call it like it is, dog. It's all good. Hopefully, he goes somewhere and get a breath of fresh air um, and uh, really, like, applies himself. Um, and it's not just the partying or the hanging that everybody has heard and rumor or real about Zeke. I think he needs to just really lock in on football game. But he's had so many carries. I don't know what I don't know what his body feels like. I don't know what kind of uh lactic acid he has in terms of all them hits he's taken and the fatigue, right? So I just think it's funny that he may wear an Eagles uniform. And that just lets you know, man, money talks, BS walks, and all this rivalry stuff. Y'all need to stop playing. It's fun. It's a storyline. Oh, yeah. It's like almost like an athlete sits down. You know, he's sitting across from Susie Colbert. And he's like, well, I'm supposed to talk about y'all. And they like, oh, you're playing, the, you're playing the Ravens. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm supposed to act like this is like the, the toughest game, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't read the, the, the cheat sheet? No, no, no. Hand it to me. Give me a piece of paper and you read it. You're like, oh, yeah, this game is the most difficult. <laughs> this game is the hardest. Man, football hard. You put on pads, football hard on Wednesday if you got a hard practice. A coach like, full pads, Wednesday's hard. So you ain't even need a rivalry game to go there. All right, let's go here. Trey Young wants to hold refs accountable. I like this. Trey Young said, quote, refs should be held more accountable. Money, suspensions, etc." Oh, I like that. Just like us. They shouldn't just get, quote, we missed it passes. Thank you. 
been saying this for so long. Damn it. Referees mess up. It's like, my bad. Don't you hate a my bad versus I'm sorry? And I hate a I'm sorry versus I apologize. I want every time you do me wrong, you say, I apologize. I don't even want to hear I'm sorry because I, you don't even mean that. And you certainly don't mean my bad. Like, my bad, dog. Like, who introduced my bad to, like, I'm sorry and I apologize? Like, <laughs> talk about a, a, a stepchild. Like, what? Uh-oh, my bad. What do you mean my, your bad? Like, you better do good. And my wife and I, boy, we have a lot of conversations on this one. Because I'm like, baby, don't say you're sorry. Just do better. I, I say, I'm, I'm struggling, but I say I'm sorry. I struggle through that because I'm like, Sometimes I'm not sorry. I just did what I did. And you you not, you don't like what I did, but I liked it. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> you ever been there? Somebody wants you to apologize. You're like, for what? And they're like, because I ain't like that. And I'm like, damn, they got me. But I liked what I did. <laughs> Let me stop. Uh, I'll tell y'all later about the two reasons you apologize. Y'all get it. But should the rest be held more accountable? Absolutely. Um. Music City Miracle comes to mind. They messed that up. They messed. They talking about tricking a playoff and messing up my Super Bowl chances. Uh, the Tuck Rule play that that was wrong. Even even Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, he's trying to kiss up to the Raiders now, but he got to the Raiders slick. You see him in that all black suit, Jimmy GQ. What Vegas? You can you imagine seeing Jimmy GQ when you go out in Vegas? You walking in and you in the MGM and you see that dude in that all black suit with all that money. Jimmy GQ, them girls don't know how to act. I know it. And he over there lying, talking about, nah, he actually told the truth, but he kissing up to the fan base and the Raiders. That, 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 that tuck rule, uh, they got that wrong, which is true. Um, there's Brian and Green Bay with that catch. That was a catch. Oh, what the hell are they doing? They trying to replay it all 20,000 times to change their minds because they don't know what's right from wrong. Crazy, right? I think referees have a very difficult job, nearly impossible, obviously, because they're being graded perfectly and they're imperfect. They have to do a perfect job and they're imperfect. So sorry, ref, but you signed up for that. <laughs> that ain't on me, bruh. <laughs> so get it right. At least the big ones. And I just named three big ones. Y'all got mm, 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 wrong. So I'm with Trey Young on this one. Like, hey, refs, stop playing. Get your stuff going because you just see it when you're out there playing. You're like, oh, <sighs> I get an offside. I get a legal procedure, man. MJ can call that. I get my kids to call those. I'm talking about the Holtons. I'm talking about late in the game. I'm talking about critical moments. And when they mess up, we know you messed up. You know you messed up. Everybody knows you messed up. Y'all got monitors, y'all got remote and the headquarters to see it back in Secaucus or back in New York City or where the hell the headquarters is. Point being, let some nerd dude back there hit a button and be like, we got that wrong. Let's fix it in the moment right now. Hit the button. That's it. Take the embarrassment over just the whole ego play of, oh, after further review, the call stands, first down. And you're like, what the? He don't even believe that. You see them pauses? At the further review? <laughs> All right. And then it's like the call stands or it's overturned or it's confirmed. I'm like, what? You know it's BS when they got all them damn different descriptions of it. Is it right or wrong, fool? Like, like uh, of the further review? The call stands, stands. What you mean? You need to sit your butt down talking about it stands. Man. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, man, I can't stand referees when they wrong, and I love them when they're right. Kind of like kickers, right? Hate them when they miss, love them when they make it. All right, let's talk about these Lakers because they're out there balling right now, and I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a Laker hater. I'm just a Clipper lover, but every now and then I try to squash them down. Get out of the way, Lakers. Now they've been balling. Without LeBron James, won seven of the last ten games. Um, there's going to be something in here we're going to talk about the importance of coaching, and Darvin Ham especially, and the different styles of coaching. But let's start off here with him and Anthony Davis in that relationship. And he said, quote, his dumbass coach just started calling his plays more. And that's what he said in jest about AD getting more involved. Now, AD is interesting out here in L.A. because, man, you can't mention that dude's name. And it literally, as soon as you say Anthony Davis, you're going to hear somebody talking about hurt injured missing games missing time like you never hear how tall he is how good he is um how's his new marriage uh where's he live does he hang out how's the unibrow none of that all you hear is hurt <laughs> anthony davis hurts that should be his last name right but it's interesting darvin ham style made me think about coaches and disciplinary coaches versus player coaches and that's a player coach kind of term to use or or at least a statement to make when you say, oh, his dumbass coach just started calling his plays more. <laughs> and then everybody's like, oh, yeah, because, you know, when you got that winning cologne on, everything smells good. Let they bust be losing seven of the last ten. He would have never said that. It was like, my dumbass player <laughs> need to play better, <laughs> right? That's how the game goes. So Darvin Ham, first of all, he just looked like, I'm not going to cross coach. <laughs> like Some coaches look like I'm going to flex on. Rick Pitino look like you'll come up missing, right? We were talking about him. Um, Darvin Ham don't look like you're going to come up missing. You're just going to come up looking different. Like He's going to put them hands and them paws on you. Uh, so I ain't messing with Darvin Ham. That's one. But he looks like a nice guy or a style, I should say, looks like it would be nice. Do you get more out of a player if he's a disciplinary coach or a player's coach? Hmm. Let me see. My experience tells me you're going to get more out of them if you're a player's coach. Bill Walsh comes to mind. You know, Marv Levy comes to mind. Um, Bill Belichick is a disciplinary coach, um, but he has more personality than he lets off. So that's an interesting case study. Bill Parcells had tremendous success, especially early, but he's a disciplinary coach. My coaches, let's go down the line. Let's see. Uh, Marv Levy, yep, player coach. Um, Wade Phillips, player coach, player, play with an A at the end, player coach. Like Wade Phillips was so cool, had us prepared though. Um, Mike Riley, player coach. Oh, that's the nicest guy in the world. Uh, Marty Schottenheimer, eh, I caught the transition. He was starting to be a player coach a little bit, uh, but he was still disciplinary. Never won at all. Um, rest in peace though. Great. <clears throat> Bill Parcells, we already know. Um, Jack Del Rio player coach um greatest coach of all time what is it bill walsh chuck Noll or something i don't know how chuck Noll was coaching uh but the point is i just think if you're self-motivated you don't need nobody barking at you yelling at you especially when that's another grown man you talk to like dog <sighs> yelling i tell my wife all the time the louder you are the lesser your voice the louder you are the lesser your voice if you gotta say sit down sit down like you gotta say that to a kid if i'm the kid i'm like yo all you had to do is say sit down and actually mean it or know how to say it, and I would have sat down. But since you're yelling like this, I'm going to sit down because I'm tired of you yelling. But now I'm looking at you like you're a little, you're a little emotional. You, you, 
I can get under your skin. And kids start testing you. All right. And that's how I coach. I don't yell at my kids. I don't think I've yelled at my kids once. I've certainly turned the bass up on their ass. <laughs> Turn up the bass, check out my melody and light a cigar. Sometimes I go there. I'm like, yo, y'all going to hear it. Especially when they're playing bad. Not bad in like results, but bad in like process and effort. I'm like, oh, y'all going to be lazy today? That's what we're doing today? And just staring at the Dorito snacks because every game after they get snacks and water bottles and snacks, these kids. And I'm like, oh, y'all want Doritos today? But y'all don't want to play hard? Mm, I think every one of those chips needs you to actually play with effort. Or else, no chips because no effort. Oh, and next thing you know, they go out there and ball out. So the point is, I never needed somebody to yell at me. For what? To get my attention? You don't think these opportunities got my attention? And I'm knowing I'm different. So I'm listening to you guys when you say, no, nah, we're different. But I'm really self-motivated. I don't want to do everything now. Trust me. I only pick seven things I want to do in life. But them seven, you ain't got to yell at me. I got them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got it. Um, the, the eighth one, holla. But guess what? You're just spitting in the wind, bro. I don't want to do it. <laughs> like That's how I think about it. Silly. So player coach, disciplinary coach, I just know that. I just got tired. It becomes white noise fast. See, a player coach, uh, you don't become white noise. You just become a doormat. Like, we just step over you, right? And then when it comes to being a disciplinary coach, you become white noise. You just be like, oh, who's this abusive fat man just keep yelling at me with the belly, dude, who can't play football and still thinks he's going to yell at me and make me play better football? Shut up! (laughs) I used to get mad. Shut up! Football hard enough. You yelling too, fool? Giving me trauma. <sighs> I need to stop yelling this mic. I know y'all in y'all cars. Some of y'all with y'all kids. And tell your kids I love them. Even though I'm yelling at them. And I've never yelled at my kids. But my wife, mm, she a little emoticon. Sometimes it gets under her skin. I'm like, baby, these kids winning on you. Some, <laughs> there are moments my kids be getting her. I'll be like, they sitting back just twiddling their thumbs. Like, mm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get mommy because mommy gets, mommy gets hot 100 real fast. Hey, mommy. <laughs> Mom, 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 mom. Man, I just don't add them up. So it's all good. But Darvin Ham and the Lakers looking good of like, what's going to happen when LeBron comes back, though? I love that topic on TV. I watch it on mute because I can't listen to these cats talk that crazy stuff. Every every hour is the same thing. I'm like, what? That's why I like doing these topics. I could do, I could flip it. I could go and weave, bob and weave. Um, LeBron, they're like, Yo, how are they going to be? What's the chemistry going to be like when LeBron comes back? I'm like, I, th- I mean, if you betting, better, <laughs> like, because he's LeBron, J- LeBron James. I mean, how are you going to get worse? Like, all, you know, the only thing that happens is, I will say this, some of those guys who've been jumping in the front seat because they could drive because LeBron ain't there, they got to hop back in the back, and sometimes they go to sleep, being real. Um, a lot of role players disappear when the star shows up because they're like, he got it. You know what I'm saying? Like your boys, when they go out with you and you got the money, they don't even reach for their credit card. They don't even reach for their wallet. They'll be like, what? Or they go to the bathroom when the when the check comes, right? <laughs> the sun don't shine forever. They be like, um, yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom again. I'm like, dog, you just went. I know. I don't know what's going on with me, man. Bubble guts. <laughs> you mean cheap ass? That's what you mean. So, all love, man. I for me, I always raise my hand. I'm self motivated. Just give me direction, coach. But for y'all, let me know in these comments, see what it is. All right. Y'all know how we end every show with a Wileyism. Yeah. Wileyism. It's time to do it now. That song is never going to hit. And I am trying my damnness to make that Wileyism work. Help me, y'all. All right. Here's the Wileyism. 
Old ways don't open new doors. Ah, I like that. Old ways don't open new doors. Man, got to switch it up if you're going to see something different, right? Being real, like you can plateau in some things. Um, I plateaued, I swear, doing media the way I was doing it with teammates and co-hosts, and scripts, and, you know, lateral movement, I call it. Like, I'm going to say something trying to go forward, but then instead of going forward because we're disagreeing, I got to come back to you, go back and forth with you, and then we don't really go as far forward as we should because we're going side to side with each other in debate or argument. And I don't hate that that medium. I just got fatigued and tired of it. So those were my old ways. Now I'm at it a different way. And this different way has opened up new doors. Law of attraction kicks in, right? You, you, you start not only getting your own momentum in a different way, in a different direction, but uh, my partnerships, my relationships, I start to just look at my relationship with you as fans is different because now I'm with you guys. It feels like not talking to or at you guys. And it's like a great experience. Seriously. Like I am so fulfilled between coaching and now doing it media this way. No wonder Joe Rogan's so damn happy. <laughs> no wonder Pat McAfee's so happy. No wonder they making all that money and happy. Like this is truly, truly the goal mine. <coughs> like, Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, Mitt Purdy. I had to cough. Um, it's really like amazing. And my goal outside of just what I'm going to do um, individually is to influence or impact where other people who are probably sitting on rocks themselves doing the normal job, the typical traditional way is going to be like roll the dice on themselves as well and bet on themselves. I know I did. And I know I'm excited and I'm happy. And I could talk about anything. What? Like right now, I could say, shut up. <laughs> shut your ass. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's dope. I used to work somewhere when they look, they'll look at you. And then who's looking at you? Once again, some dude younger than you. Some dude's like, I'm like, what you, what you, what you got a problem with? Because he's protecting his job. He's protecting his butt. I'm like, dog, they ain't even mad. And then when they find out the boss ain't even mad, then, they, oh, oh, I was just making sure. I hate it just making sure. You, you mean you bringing all that anxiety and tension up in here because you just making sure? Oh Lord, let me not. I'm over here sounding like I'm mad or something. Uh, but no, nah, y'all got to flip it up if y'all want something different. Always don't open new doors. So you want a new opportunity? Do something new, <laughs> right? And it'll open up new doors, and the law of attraction will kick in. And next thing you know, you'll have everything you need because that's what. God, the universe, this world promises you whatever you believe in. I am not going to get y'all religified. Whatever you believe in, everything you want on the outside, you already possess in here. Everything you want out there, you got in here. You just got to go find it. And don't stop believing until you find it. And then once you find it, that's just the beginning. <laughs> now you got to show the world. Oh, I love life, y'all. And I love it with y'all. That's going to do it for more to it. Y'all hear that music right there? Check the show notes for all the information on our topics today. Want to keep the conversation going? Let's talk. Find me on all socials, Marcel's Wally. Yo, my YouTube page is blowing up, B. It's like really lit, God. Brinks TV, all that. More to it is a production of Dan Patrick Productions. What up, Holmes? That dude in entertainment, that's me. And Workhouse Media. Show is executive produced by Dan Patrick, Marcel's Wally. What up, why? Paul Anderson and Nick Panella. There's more coming from more to it. I'm Marcel Swally. Thanks for listening. Give me, Miss Birdie. And thanks for those reviews. Keep them coming, damn it. Talk to y'all hella soon.
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane, back to reality. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.